0: Hello and welcome to the Fish on Ted podcast, where we talk about the business of hunting and fishing. Well, hello, this is Ted Johnson with the Fish on Ted podcast, and I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to uh, listen to the quips and and quarrels and and, uh, all the things that we do here on the Fish on Ted podcast. Today, we have a great guest. Uh, gentleman by the name of Dave Sita, the North American Hunting Competition. And without further ado, I'm just going to see if uh, Dave is still with us. Dave, you there?
1: Yep, I'm here.
0: Terrific. Hey, welcome, Dave.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to this.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, you're kind of in the midst of, uh, of uh, all sorts of hunting and fishing seasons coming up. And it's uh, just a, a real pleasure for us to... Uh, Have you spend a little bit of time with us as you're you know traveling all over the world doing what you do, Um, Dave? Can you give us a little background on you and how North American hunting competition came to be?
1: Yeah, you bet. Um, Well, basically, I was farm raised. I'm an you know from Oregon. Uh, Our family commercial fished. We logged. We raised cattle. We did construction. Uh, Our family was actually a pioneer family of Oregon. We. pioneered three different parts of Oregon. I'm proud to say that our cattle brand is over the Oregon trail museum. Uh, really? So we're, yeah, we're kind of old pioneer stock. Uh, uh. <laughs> and we're pretty proud of that. So, but, uh, so kind of a, a heritage, we grew up hunting and fishing. We came from a really good area that five minutes out my back door, I could catch Chinook or I could go up and kill a black Taylor Roosevelt. So, um, The Oregon is a very diverse state as well. We have lots of, uh, you know, mule deer and elk in any direction. You can kind of go and have good hunting and fishing. So it was just a playground in my youth, and and I hate to admit it still is. I just, that's all I really like to do is hunt and fish.
0: Oh, that is great. That is is great. So in in regards to North American hunting competition, um, how long ago did you start that?
1: Uh, we really kicked it off, uh, hardcore in 2012, mm-hmm. in 2012. It was in the works, of course, a couple of years before, but that's, that's when we can really say we,
0: we had a presence. You're right. Now there's a lot of people, of course, that know what you do and know what North American hunting competition is. But for those that don't, can you give us a little synopsis of, uh, what North American hunting competition does and, and, uh, um, how it benefits the hunters and, and, uh, uh, and 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 just the the de- some of the details on it, Dave.
1: Yeah, you bet. In a nutshell, uh, we put on big buck and bull contests, uh, antelope, everything really, but but grizzly and cougar. Uh, okay. So what we do, put on an internet contest. I also signed people up at sportsman shows. I hit sportsman shows, kind of 14 different states around the nation. And what we do is is it's $20 to enter,
0: $5 mm-hmm.
1: goes into the pot, about $5 goes to run the website and pay to go to the shows, and the rest of the money goes to charity and conservation and uh, veterans and children and all kinds of, of really neat uh, uh, groups. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, some of the things that we try to promote is uh, like youth, youth outdoor or youth Hunter Education Challenge, Kings for Kids, Youth Outdoors Unlimited, um, and I'm not going to get into, too in detail. These are all on our websites. You can go check them out, but those are all youth organizations. We promote the Wyom- Wyoming Disabled Hunters, Take a Vet Fishing. Uh, conservation groups we work with is, and we're really proud of this, is Pope and Young. Uh, mule deer foundation the nsia and i could go on for a long time i you know but the point is that money goes to a lot of different charity and conservation we like to support lots of different charity and conservation groups
0: it you know north american in the title of your company uh, really is very descriptive because you you have contests almost in every state now don't you
1: yeah we do we do uh The only state that we couldn't have a a big buck and bull contest in is Montana. I've talked with their enforcement officials. We hope to get that changed someday. We can do the photo, we can do uh, the shed horn contest, but they actually are the only state in the union that has a state law against big buck and bull contests.
0: Really? No kidding.
1: Yeah, it kind of blew me away. You wouldn't think of Montana. And there's so many hunters there clamoring for us to get that changed. down the road when I get a little bit more ass in my britches, we'll try to get that done.
0: <laughs> Good for you, man. So, so if you were a, a hunter, let's say in Kansas and you wanted to en- enter in the, you know, the big buck contest, how would you do that?
1: All you have to do is go to the North American Hunting Competition website. Uh-huh. Right on the top it says, uh, there's, you know, a bunch of different options. We have blogs and stores and videos, but just go to the enter now Hit it, put in your information, and pick the contests available. Not all states yet have a state contest, uh, but if you don't, you can always enter the national contest. Um, and don't be intimidated by that. It's, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I have no chance. It all depends on the group of hunters that enter. So, and anybody that enters my contest, we have all kinds of year-end giveaways is our way of saying thank you. So, I've got some great sponsors and and you're one of them, Ted, we need to talk about that in a second, but all kinds of great sponsors that that give away products, give away hunts, uh, elk hunts, salmon trips, taxidermy gear, and they all give that away so the average person could put in, whether they hunt or not, help kids, help veterans, help charities, uh, support the contest, and have a chance at the end we do a, a, a certified draw to see the winners and have a chance to, for example, get an elk kind of a lifetime, we've given that elk kind away seven years in a row now. This will be the eighth year we're giving it away, so we're really excited about that.
0: Oh, good for you! So, so how does somebody you you know win the contest? Is that uh, do you have a panel of judges or something that does that?
1: No, what we do is is anybody that, that gets their their buck bull bear whatever contest they enter. Um, They have to wait 60 days dry time. They have it scored by Boone and Crockett, Pope and Young, SCI, or will accept a state score. They have to uh, get a copy of that score sheet in a field photo, mail it, email it, or text it to us by March 1st. So we give them a ton ton of time. Now, we kind of changed this year. It used to be March 31st, but we changed to March 1st. And the reason is we were getting a lot of people entering the contest killing smaller animals. And they think, well, I just don't have a chance. So they weren't having it scored. So now we're allowing people to score it themselves. But if they do and they turn it in on March 1st, I call them back personally and we let them know that, hey, you have to have it officially scored if you're in the top six. You know, Right. So So that way, Boone and Crockett, Pope Young, and SCI, it just cuts all the shenanigans out of it because nobody's going to go cheat because they'll get kicked out of them and, and never be able to do it again
0: right right well well, very good so so if if i go to the website and i see that there is not a you know let's say a big buck contest in my state's uh um set up i can enter in the national contest is always. That
1: what yeah always so if if you go and there isn't a state contest in your particular state then you can always enter the national contest and if you enter any of my contests you're automatically entered for
0: all our giveaway prizes. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, gosh, that makes sense. sounds easy enough to do. Now, if you're a guide or outfitter, how does this benefit you?
1: Okay. I have a contest that, that works really well for them. Um, I actually have started a guides and outfitters contest, so uh, they can do that. But the best contest for guides and outfitters is our photo contest. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, the photo contest, how that works is it starts, you, so you go in, just like you do a big buck contest, you go to our website, go enter now, and there's a category that says photo contest. And if you enter that photo contest, the contest starts on January 1st, and it goes clear till December 31st. So it runs for a full year. Um, and how the winners of that contest is determined is fan vote. So what happens is, is when, when people enter their, their photos, people come from all over the world. It's a riot watching the analytics and where they come from. But here's the cool thing. They're almost all sportsmen. So for a guide and outfitter, it would be their clientele. And right. they come and they vote. And they can vote once a day. We use their emails, uh, emails so they can, can't can chain vote. Now, the email, we never sell your information or anything. But that stops people from cheating. And then come once a day. So it's one for a guide and outfitter it's one of the lowest cost advertising that you can have because you can put it in early in the season, get 10, 11, even 12 months. If you're Johnny on the spot for $20, you book one trip. It's a lifetime of putting photos in our contest, you know, and it's just a real good way, low cost way to advertise. And then I, all the photos, I try to put them personally on my Facebook and use them on my social medias. So once or twice a year, if I can do it, and I've had over 20,000 likes on my, on my Facebook. So again, it's just another way that I say thank you and it, it gives me good material for my social media, but I'm working for the guides and outfitters that put it
0: in. Right, you know, and, and sort of the mechanics behind all of this is that the guide or outfitter can go in and they can put in that photo, but then they can also put a link back to their website, correct?
1: Correct. And so and that way it helps them, you know, Ted, you could almost explain that better how that helps them. Cause you, are the <coughs> one that told me. So I'm going to turn that over to you.
0: <laughs> well, the, the, the way that can help is that your site, the North American hunting competition site has such authority that if there is a backlink from one of your um, entries back to the guide or outfitter website, then that is a very high credential in the eyes of Google. And it helps the ranking of their site go uh, go up. And so in Google searches and that sort of thing, it can help them with that also. And the more links, the better. And, you know, so, you know, one picture is good, three pictures might might even be better. And like what Dave was saying, uh, it's really, really low advertising and it not only promotes you to a demographic of people that may want to hunt and fish with you, but it also helps you mechanically uh, boost your your own website rankings and that sort of thing. So this is just brilliant.
1: Well, and there's there's an added bonus to it too, Ted, and and this is something that I've got to really thank you and all my sponsors for, but uh, you also so any guides and outfitters that put a photo in, and you you know if you're licensed guide and outfitter and you check the guide and outfitters box, you're in for a special drawing, and we do this again certified like all our year-end drawings, uh, and that is for uh, go ahead and explain it because you explain it even better than I can.
0: Well, at the end of the year, um, then you you make it a, have a drawing for these specific prizes or or services. Uh, that your your sponsoring vendors um, uh, come up with. One of the things that we, uh, uh, we offer at, uh, at Dave is uh, a marketing package that we do um, for our clients, and it has about a $1,500 value to it. Um, and uh, one lucky winner gets that um, once a year from us also.
1: Well, and that's, yeah, that's what I wanted you to explain. And by the way, thank you for doing that. That's so you awesome. Bet. But uh, yeah, so for you guides and outfitters, when you put in for a twenty dollars entry, you got a chance to win that marketing package. And uh, let me tell you, I've got a couple different guides and outfitter friends that use Ted, and you want to
0: use him. So, well, well, thank you so much for the plug. I really appreciate that. Well, well, Dave, in in in, in the in the coming months, uh, with hunting season coming up, the fall of the year, and that sort of thing. What's, what's on your agenda? Where are you headed next?
1: Well, actually uh, just in a couple of days, I went uh, just in a couple of days, I'm going to take off and go up and, and I'm really proud of this. Actually, I'm going to guide the CEO of Popignon.
0: Are you really?
1: Yeah. He's going to come down and I'm going to take him out personally. And I'm going to see if I can't get him a bull and maybe a buck and then Uh right out that then I've got a pretty full slate I'm going to be taking out a disabled veteran and seeing right. if I can get him a role and and that's just kind of what I do all year now I I do have a guides license and mm-hmm. so I do do a little bit of personal guiding you know for for money but most of the times when I'm taking veterans and and women and kids out I do that pro bono I do
0: that for free well so, that's yeah great that's yeah I'm great. really
1: excited about the CEO of Pope and Young though. Uh, taking him out and seeing if I can't get him a, get him a good bull.
0: Sure. And, and of course, you know, I mean, you've got some skills that are just uh, off the charts when it comes to making videos and, and uh, you know, videoing, videoing hunts and that sort of thing. Um, You're also blending that in through the season, aren't you?
1: Oh yeah. So one of the things I'm going to use Pope and young, for example, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm probably going to donate a little of my time try to make some videos for their website to promote Uh it because I, to me you know the charities and conservation is is one of my main reasons for being here and pope and young and boone and crockett and and all these sci they give a lot back way more than people realize so if i can give a little to them and donate a little time i'm gonna do it so Mm -hmm. yeah when when i'm doing these these hunts i i like to video as i'm doing it and and then i can use it for my social media but i can also use it to whoever I'm videoing, you know, like a couple years ago, I went and videoed for the youth hunter education challenge. Why heck? And yeah. I'll bet most yeah. people haven't even heard of them. And they're just the next level of the NRA uh, hunter education course. So I went there and, and videoed for them as my way of saying thank you and trying to help them. So I do a lot of that too. But a little plug, I do have my guides license. So from time to time, I will take take the right client out and take them out. So um, if you have any interest in using me, you can come to my website. I don't have anything up yet for that, but I'm going to probably start taking a few hunters out a year, you know, just special people.
0: Terrific. You know, a lot of our listeners, Dave, are guides and outfitters themselves. And they, they, they we, we provide information, not only, you know, fun to listen to, but then some tips and tricks on how to, uh, uh, you know, how to make their business better. And let's say that your son was going to become a, a guide or an outfitter and he comes to you and he goes, Hey dad, what, what do you suggest? How do I get into this business and how do I be successful? What, uh, what would you tell him?"
1: Well, the first thing is, is of course, hone your hunting skills. You know, you, like anything to be a successful fishing guide or hunting guide, you've got to get the fish, you've got to get the animals. So, The Mm -hmm. first thing you got to do is, of course, become or, you know, become a good hunter. And you can with practice. The second thing is, and I think the most important thing, is remember if you do take somebody out, it's not about you, it's about them. So judge your client as far as physical conditioning, mental conditioning uh, to handle heat and cold and slow down, make sure they have a good time. Uh-huh. You know, you're there to try to get them an animal or try to get them the salmon or fish. And that's cool. That's that's what they want you to do. But also realize they want to have a good time doing it. So for these sure. young young guys, if I could give you one piece of advice, if you make sure whoever you're taking has a good time. Don't hike them to death up the mountain. Don't just go at their pace. Make sure they have fun. Heck, if they're breathing so hard they're shaking, they can't get the shot anyway. So, you know, right. same with the fish word of mouth is everything and if you're getting animals and fish and you're treating people right your business will grow
0: that's so true you know speaking of fishing uh, we've been talking hunting uh, um, uh, throughout this conversation but uh, you had quite an experience this uh, what a couple days ago in Oregon yeah
1: one of my sponsors uh Jason Berg with Hotline Guide Service uh-huh. Yeah, every he does all my tournament competitions. So, and he's he gives us a two-person, two-day salmon fishing trip. So we try to promote the heck out of him. Sure. And aside from his sponsorship, is he's just a super fisherman. He's one of the top salmon fishermen I've been around. So my point is, we just got done with. It's called the NSIA Buoy Ten Fall Classic, and it's really a prestigious salmon tournament. They hold it down in buoy Ten. Uh Uh, Some of the top guys in the West come and participate in it. And Jason, he won the spring classic a couple years ago, and he's always in the top four or five in all these tournaments, but he hasn't won the fall classic. Now, if he does, I believe he'll be the first one to ever win the spring and the fall. So last year he took third. We were in the hunt. If you go to my uh, YouTube site, I put a video up, and it's on Facebook. Uh but he was right there and he lost by two tenths of a pound. He took wow, second really? place. So he was he was in the hut. It was a tight tournament. Uh it was a lot of fun to film, and we just our average weight of our salmon gut gutted and gilled was fifteen pounds. So Gee, not he really a quality fish. And we were done fishing by noon. I mean, he just got right on him and hammered. Yeah, we just got done filming that, and it was a blast. One of these, one of these days, he's going to win that fall classic. He's been right there a couple. Of years.
0: Well, well, you were the team that he fished what a year or so ago that took like the spring classic or something like that.
1: Yeah, we he, we uh, we won the spring classic, and that was gosh, I'm kind of losing. It was a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and we were always in the top four or five. But to win those tournaments with all the the top guys, it's it's really and i don't want to thump my chest jason
0: i gotta thump jason's with hotline guide service
1: he he really did a quality job and he's fun to fish with so oh yeah yeah well,
0: you know, yeah jason he, he he reminds me of the ferris bueller of hunting and fishing <laughs> uh you know what was it last year or the year before he pulled that lifetime uh, big horn sheep tag and you went along and videoed that, didn't you?
1: Yeah, that's on my YouTube site, too. He killed a really good California ram. And, and uh, then last year, uh, he got a, a Southwest Idaho buck tag, and he put the screws to me because he gives me the, donates the trip. So I felt pretty obligated to go guide him and donate Andy buck. He ended up getting a 192 buck that, on that trip.
0: Wow. And
1: he's a heck of a good hunter as, as well as fisherman. Yeah, so I was proud proud to take him out and help him get his buck in Idaho.
0: Sure, sure. Oh, that's well, oh, that's terrific. Hey, another question I've I've got of you, and and it uh, would would help the guides and outfitters that are just kind of starting to get into the business. You know, one of the things that the industry kind of suffers from is that it, it's all seasonal, and if you're doing this on a full time basis, you know, cash flow coming into the business into a business. Um, you know ebbs and flows like like the tide does on the ocean, and right. that's that 's one of the things that that people in the business kind of suffer with at times. a lot of them will go get another job somewhere, but if somebody wanted to stay active in the business and and sort of survive those first few years of those ebbs and flows what would you, what would you tell them
1: well, one of the most important things is is look for your Lowest cost advertising you can find. For example, I gave you a good one with a photo contest.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: the risk reward ratio is, is real low in that photo contest, and and the chance of success is high. So look at things like that to advertise to keep your bottom line down. Because in the end, that's that's going to make or, make or break you. Uh, the right. second thing is the trips that you do take out. Again, I've already touched on this. Just treat people well. Treat them really nice and, and that word of mouth is everything. Yeah. So, uh, the other is, is finding somebody like, like yourself, Ted, that knows the ins and outs, you know, Ted, Ted does a really good job of, and getting you out there, uh, work the social medias as hard as you can. I mean, they're, they're free. Well, might as well take, you know, take, uh, take advantage of them. I know right. I hit Instagram for the kids and just anything I can to get your name out there. So, um, that's a few of the ways to, ways to do it, I think. Uh, it's it's well, it, getting it, out it, there it, and doing it.
0: Yeah, and, and if I can plug you a, l- a little bit, you know, I mean, one of the things that, that you are is is not only a great hunter and fisherman, but you're an entrepreneur at heart. And you have an arrangement with, what, Hex Camouflage, uh, that uh, where you, you represent them online or something?
1: Yeah, I, it's kind of a funny story real quick i was actually the first person to ever kill an animal wearing a hex suit
0: you uh, were when, really
1: <laughs> yeah if you can believe it when uh, when he invented it he called me up him and a, his partner at the time or a guy working for him named max moffin and they asked me if i would try it out i kind of got to admit i was a little reluctant on it my i it, it was common sense to how it worked but my mind wouldn't wrap around it my first suit was white I looked like a piece of popcorn. Felt like an absolute idiot, and went out and hunted. And my first buck I took was in a burn in a white suit, and it ended up it was one ninety two and seven eight. I think it scored like eighteenth all time in SCI. Yes, wow. time. And I just haven't looked back. Uh, shortly thereafter, I said, "You got to give me a camo suit," and he did because I, felt like I a- said. I felt like an idiot, walked around like a white gnome. But anyway, I I just know looking back, it's absolutely an awesome product. So Uh Mike is nice enough to let me sell that at the shows and represent Hex. Um, He lets me sell it for his base price. So that helps me so it isn't out of pocket to do my my charity and conservation work. Mm -hmm. Most people don't realize this, a little aside, everybody from North American, myself included, my sister, uh all my pro staff we all do this for free Mm -hmm. Um, the money we make is on the side through our sponsored products selling in our store shows uh and and to be honest with you a lot of that's to cover our expenses and stuff so this is really you know hex has been a super sponsor i really don't believe i wouldn't be here without him and, and other sponsors like yourself and and other companies but yeah, Hex is cool. And we sell it on our online store or you can give me a call. If you go to my store, my number's right on that. And I would love, you know, if, if you're going to buy it anyway, come to me. Mike wants you to come to me. And that helps me do my charity and conservation work.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Now, now speaking of getting out there and meeting people and that sort of thing, um, after the, the fall season, then you go right into show season. What What shows are you going to be doing this next year, Dave?
1: Well, my next show, I'm going to, I'll take the fall off and film and fish and hunt. And then uh, in December, I'm going to do the, the national finals rodeo is in Las Vegas. And uh-huh. the Rocky Mountain Oak Foundation uh, hooked up with them. And I'll do that show. That's a nine day show. I believe it's the sixth through the 15th of December. And I'll do that show. And then in early January, I'll start hitting shows and just kind of going for it. I, I think this year I hit 18 major shows.
0: Wow, what what uh, uh, can you give us a list of uh, some of the shows that you're going to be at?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna for sure I'll be in, and there's a few that I might make still. I got every year, you know. You you got to see what's going to work out because shows change sometimes and overlap. But I'm gonna be in Portland, Oregon, uh, the Portland Sportsman Show. I'll be in Central Oregon. Uh, I'm gonna be in Puwlap, Washington. I'm planning on making the show down in Sacramento, uh, Northern California.
0: Those Uh, are the ISC shows, right?
1: Yeah, I do that one ISC show. There's a chance I might make Denver this year. I'm not sure if it overlaps. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make another show in Utah. I always do the Mule Deer Foundation show in Utah. We do several shows in Wisconsin. Uh, Last year, I did one in Michigan. We've done them in Illinois. I'm not sure if they're going to have the show this year in Illinois. They might drop that deer and turkey fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Michigan, I'm I'm hoping to make, um, and again, that's just on the top of my head. You guys, I I probably missed
0: a couple, but uh, not so not we'll, a problem. And and you're easy to spot. You've got a great big booth, and you're always in there with uh, uh, your pretty wife Kelly, and and uh, always <laughs> with a big smile on your face to, to talk hunting and fishing. And so uh, you know, uh, Dave Dave's a approachable. Uh, whether he's being recorded or in the booth. I mean, if you want to talk hunting and fishing, (laughs) there's nobody better to do that. And if you see him at one of the shows, go up and shake his hand.
1: Well, I appreciate that, Ted. You know, it's fun to talk shop and I love people that Hunt and Fish. I, I don't know if you knew this or I think I've told you in the past, but, you know, I was quite a wrestler in my youth. I even wrestled for the United States, wrestled down to Cuba and all over. Wow. And anybody that walked down the mat I always, whether they were, you know, JV or or world-class All-American, you take your hat off. And it's the same way with hunting and fishing. Anybody that's out there doing it, you got something I want to hear. So I've always enjoyed those shows. People are all passionate about it. We're all like-minded people. We're, you know, we're we're the kind of people that aren't going to kneel at the national anthem. And so you're the kind of people that I want to talk to. So. I know this sounds weird, but I just, I really do enjoy the shows. I have a lot of fun with it.
0: Well, you, you, uh, you have found a passion in life and I'm sure you wake up in the morning going, you know, I'm glad I don't work for a living. I'm doing what I love. (laughs)
1: love." (laughs) And I do. And I do. And, you know, we're really excited. I'm going to be, you're, you're going to be the first place that I announce this. As of a few weeks ago, I, I shook a guy's hand and made a deal. In 2019 anybody that enters my contest in 2020 that's when the people will go. Someone's going to South Africa for a $20 entry.
0: Holy mackerel, really, really?
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about that. We give away a lot of stuff uh, but and I'm not so sure he gave it to me just to shut me up, but how I ever, you know whether it's to help the kids, veterans or, or just to quiet me down he gave it to me so we're really excited about that. Another announcement I'd like to make is, is uh, we're starting to sell memberships for Pope and Young to help Pope and Young. And we're kind of getting on board with Pope and Young. We'll see where that ends up going. Nothing's official yet, but I could yeah. see maybe a partnership joining down the road. Officially, I can't say that yet, but right. I could see it going there. We're really excited about that. We have a lot of things. We're starting, a, you know, again, we have our guide service. We're starting maybe a brokerage. Uh, one thing that we're we're looking at for North American is if people enter our contest, we may give a lot of information on put-ins, and here in the West, and the point is we're constantly on the grow. So kind of keep an eye on us, you know, for our brokerage, and and uh, we're, we're excited, and and you just don't know what doors are going to open.
0: So that is exactly right, and and uh, you know, any time that you go into business, you need to keep your eyes open because what you're going into business to do may not be the uh, the the you know the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow there may be something else that comes up that uh really takes off that you never expected and so it's uh, always good to uh, you know keep your options open right
1: well you know something that we're looking at and again a few of these things aren't in stone yet they're still in the planning stages is starting a place for emergency hunts and emergency fishing trips where guys and outfitters can come at no cost, throw it on there, and then if we can book, we'll take a small brokerage for doing it to try oh, to cool. get these seats and try to get things full. And there's just a lot of thoughts and ideas like that going on. We're touching so many people now, and we're growing leaps and bounds. That it, it just might be a good fit. So
0: we're Absolutely. excited.
1: You know, all the directions we're going are positive.
0: Oh, awesome, Dave. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you directly. Um, obvi- uh, obviously they can go to your website northamericanhuntingcompetition.com uh, do you have a phone number that uh, you might want to uh, uh, give the audience uh, if somebody wants to call you directly
1: absolutely my phone number is 503 and if you go to the contacts on my website it's down at the base of the contacts there's nothing that irks me more when you go to get a hold of somebody and you got to email them so you can always call me. I'm very available. If, if I'm not available because I'm out filming or, or guiding, just leave a message. Give me a few days and I'll get back to you. Same with the Hex suits. If you call that number, I can always, I free ship the Hex suits. We're from Oregon. We're one of the only two states that don't have a sales tax. So I'm really a good place to buy those Hex suits and you're helping the charity and conservation. But I'm very reachable. And if you leave a message, I will get back to you. Just be a little patient because I might be in the field
0: and i've got to commend you on that i mean you uh out of out of all the people that i converse with in the industry you're one of the 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 best people to get back to people that i that i deal with and so uh that is that is so true but anyway well well dave thank you so much for uh giving us your uh, your time today and uh we wish you the very best of luck in all of your ventures coming up and, and best of luck in, in this up and coming hunting season. sounds like uh, you've got some exciting times ahead. Well,
1: and, and one more plug for you, Ted, you guys and outfitters, get your photo in my contest. Let me work for you and get in there just to get a chance to let Ted help you because he's going to give away that package. And let me tell you, it's, it's worth getting.
0: Well, thank you so much. Well, Dave, hey, you take care and, and uh, we'll see you in the field.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for having me on, Ted.